So good morning and a very warm welcome to everybody. So hope that this time together can be of benefit to you in your life, in your Dharma practice, however you understand that. Or, yeah. Um, it's uh, an exploration and maybe always an open question how how to live well how do we live well mm. maybe sometimes questions are more helpful than Know, piling up the dictates and the shoulds and the, that. So um, I'm aware that this will be my last um, daily dharma offering for a while. I will be on sabbatical for six months. And so for those of you following along, I wanted to just acknowledge this. I mentioned it on Monday as well. And um, Jazz will be continuing and yoke with some of the teachers as well. So I thought this morning I would, partly because of all of my transition, I would offer some reflections on at the end of a retreat, which some of you will be very familiar with, you get this talk on practice in daily life, which used to involve perhaps getting up off the cushion here at IMS and driving or getting a, a bus or a train to somewhere, and now may involve simply opening your eyes. <laughs> there you are. Uh, and so just a few thoughts on what's helpful, what's helpful for me, hopefully for you, but also to really encourage you to listen if that's a question that's of interest, you know, how we, what helps us, what steadies us, what helps to clarify where we are with, with what's going on within and around us. Like this is a very, again, it can be a really helpful thing to hold as an inquiry so I encourage you to sit and listen in that spacious and also grounded embodied way where it may be that responses or you know thoughts or a sense of what for you is a is a response to that question what does what really helps you what supports you in your life so as I offer some suggestions, you can sort of feel around those, well, it's not that for me, or maybe that one, or just something else that bubbles up as you're listening. So I really encourage you to listen. I feel it's such a helpful way of listening to Dharma teachings, where we really pause, we really, really pause from activity, put everything aside for a little while. And even if it's listening to a Dharma teaching, we're listening in that 
way where the mindfulness, the awareness is wide and has breadth and depth and allows us to kind of listen inwardly to the heart, wise heart sort of response, responses and offerings. So alongside this really crucial sort of practice of pausing and sitting or standing or lying down or doing walking meditation, this sort of formal practice of really drawing a boundary for a little while, giving ourselves that space, that contemplative time. And I recommend not always doing that with someone's voice on a recording going on in your head. Do it without as well, I would suggest. It's both helpful. Yeah. So other, other modes or activities or attitudes, um, For some, some of us at some times having a reflective theme, you know, something that we discern and kind of find for ourselves that feels really interesting, really, you know, important, relevant. You really want to hang out with that theme, might be a Dharma theme, might be something else. You know, something like patience, for example, one of the paramis, one of the great qualities of heart. And just to hold it as a kind of reflection in different ways, carrying it through a day, you know, for a week or a month or something. I, I think it has a similar effect like a meditative anchor. So you're like, you know, all over the place and forgotten, you know, whatever. And then you come back, like when you're sitting, you come back to the body or the breathing or loving kindness wish, um, something like that. And then this sort of anchoring theme can have a similar effect, you know, sort of wherever we are, inwardly, outwardly, say, oh, patience, you know, and it's just like it begins to infuse into your life. And, and again, not as a demand, but more as an inquiry, like, well, what does that look or feel like here with exactly what's happening? So it's a practice I often recommend. I also really see the benefit for many, many people of uh, some kind of a body practice like exercise or um, a kind of contemplative or um, movement, dance, qigong, tai chi, yoga, Something that really is about moving the body, you know, also walking can be where um, that, that um, mode of presence and um, kind of connecting with the body and through that with the earth. I think this is, again, to see what works for you, but really important, really helpful in so many ways. Um, 
And then that kind of segues into being outside, spending bits of time outside. Maybe you have trees, sky, even if maybe you're inside, you know, indoors, maybe sick, maybe confined for some reason. Is there a window? You can see the sky. Maybe see a tree or hear a bird. Or if that's not available either, sense of remembering, remembering, imagining times with trees, by water, on a mountain can be nourishing as well. Yeah, so even short periods like five minutes or something, or just I've, the, the moment I've been going, just popping outside quite frequently for short times, so it feels like the perspective changes. It helps the sense of wider, bigger picture of our life on the planet and feels particularly important in a time of climate crisis where our connection with and care for the earth is even more needed than than it ever has been both for our own benefit but also in terms of then how we can respond and um, bring some care and attention to that predicament So spiritual friendship, um, community, you know, maybe through this kind of gathering, retreats, little offerings like this, maybe a friend that you connect with or some way in which we, we feel support, feel that kind of some sense of shared intention perhaps it's never a hundred percent because yeah but just like oh something something shared and you know, I was having a conversation with a student recently and was really struck by how the conversation and it was a question and sort of concern and retort and you know saying different things and then somehow you know, not sure, and then something really clear and helpful kind of emerged out of the end of that. So sometimes like that, isn't it? You know, two heads are better than one, sort of sense of shared presence with something. And sometimes maybe it's just, it's just nourishing just to be with another or others, you know, with whom there's some sense of shared endeavor, interest or value. And I think it's important, it's been important for me to realize that it's not just, you know, if you're, you know, Buddhist or a Christian or a Muslim or, a, you know, whatever, it's, it's, it, you can, we can find it in many, many places with people we don't even know. It's less possible now with the pandemic and all the restrictions, but I find that very interesting how soul nourishing connections we might say all sort of thing you know connections that uplift the spirit can be 
surprising. And so to be open to that, whether we see the person directly or maybe we hear about them or hear them on the radio or something. It's like a, ah, oh, you know, not alone. Others finding value, finding, um, yeah, support, inspiration, and that resonating our own. Uh, another thing that I think I've noticed it comes in if I, whether I want it to or not, is playfulness or kind of creative expression, you know, whether it's just being silly and daft with another person or even on our own, and, and, and whether it's more creative expression of poetry or, you know, something that we make uh, with our hands. Um, playing, exploring, kind of, that, 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 I think, when it's, again, it's like it, it, it brings a space for some more lightness or, again, the space of exploration, another way for the heart, the heart-mind, chitta to express itself. We were so busy going, blah, blah, talk, talk, say this, this, that, this, that, you know. And, and then it's like maybe sitting down with a pencil or a crayon or because I can't draw. So that's one of the reasons why that's quite helpful because it's just something more just express, expressing. It's like the heart can speak and kind of, or you can kind of feel it through on a more, yeah, kind of embodied or in a more open way. So that's very interesting to me that different ways that that's kind of bubbled up through my life and hope that that can be, you know, one really helpful mode of this sort of larger sense of cultivation, a life of really learning more and more to engage with people and activities and meditation in a way where there's more and more the sense of that being uh, like an arena for the cultivation of wholesome qualities, of, of, of qualities that bring well-being to ourselves and others. And again, without it having to be, well, maybe some people's minds, you like a program, you know, you've got these and you work through them. And, but for me, I think for some minds, it's a sort of more spontaneous, organic, you know, you see it sort of, move and this happens and then that happens and more a sense of following like a sense of being led being called so again depending on how how that uh, works for you but always remembering there may be different modes different approaches to um cultivation and can be deeply deeply playful as well as deeply serious um so yeah maybe the last thing i'll touch on uh, is the great quality of generosity which 
you know, as an attitude towards ourselves and others, towards the earth, as, a, as, a, as an attitude, like a generous, forgiving attitude, as a, as a, a way of um, offering, giving, sharing. Sometimes it's just the energy of sharing attention, isn't it? Sharing our life energy through cooking or, you know, working at the computer or we're sharing our energy, serving. So this, I, when I look back on my life, I think this is probably a pre-Buddhist life as well. This has been a really central, and it is in the teachings, in the Buddha's teachings, a really central theme of, a foundational sense of what um, brings gladness to the heart and mind. You know, you could say our own and others. And in that way is the basis for all kinds of goodness. And again, sort of our own meditative development and path and also just how much it enriches a social sphere you know organizations or families or whatever it might be where generosity is really active this is health giving to a system and i feel when generosity is lacking the system really gets in it gets ill so i find this a very a very key theme there's a lot of reflection and of course one of the really key parts of it is learning to receive receiving generosity for some of us can be really difficult almost more difficult than giving so really just something to explore about the sort of yeah i'm waving my arms around because it feels like a kind of dynamic giving receiving sharing kind of you know wise discernment kind of like this stretching you know, maybe giving more than we think we can and then but taking care, not going too far. And it gets, again, as always with any Dharma theme, it's, it's, a, it's an inquiry. And uh, perhaps can really give us a profound sense of belonging in the world, belonging on the earth through this sort of participation, this participatory dynamic that we can be part of of giving receiving and sharing and how exactly that looks as myriad many many ways but a really beautiful uplifting and also a theme very productive of wisdom and the sense the view the sense of interconnection with all life which is of such benefit to our own well-being, the well-being of others, and the well-being of the earth herself. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your practice. May these reflections be of benefit to you in your life, in your practice. May these benefits radiate out, reverberate out through your life in many ways, benefiting 
all those we come into contact with and far beyond for the benefit of all beings everywhere. May our practice flourish and deepen for our own benefit, long-lasting welfare and happiness and the welfare and happiness of all beings everywhere. So I wish you well, bid you farewell, and hope to see you again sometime. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.